It's the story of an American held in a dark Venezuelan prison. Then all of a sudden, they all kind of lined up. They pointed their guns at me. And this is the point where I thought, I'm going to die today. I'm Becky Bruce. I spent a year working on Hope in Darkness, which now has more than 2 million downloads. Find it on kslpodcast.com or wherever you listen to podcasts. Welcome to Counseling on Demand. Here's your own private therapist. Anywhere, anytime. Fred Riley. Hey, what is up? Welcome to Counseling on Demand. Today we're going to be talking about marriage. We're going to be talking about uh, what I call the marriage tree. And uh, so tune in, hang on here, and uh, take some notes. We're going to talk about uh, maybe your relationship or the relationship of somebody you know and uh, some things that we see a lot in my office. So the idea of a marriage tree, we're going to just kind of jump right in here. Uh, The marriage tree is, uh, the idea is that you consider your relationship, uh, you know, people talk about how your marriage is another child or what have you. Um, When I talk to individuals or couples, actually, I talk to them about their marriage, um, that they're nurturing a tree. And uh, the tree literally becomes brittle and old uh, if it's not nourished. And uh, I actually have a story uh, regarding a lime tree that we once thought was a lemon tree, uh, where uh, this uh, tree was pretty much a stick. And do you feel like maybe your tree, uh, your marriage tree has turned into just kind of a stick in the mud? And so we're going to talk a little bit about how that happens and what to do. So uh, the beginning of the relationship, right? Um, we nourish this tree, right? And think about some ways that maybe uh, we nourish the tree, and we'll talk about that in a few minutes. But uh, what we're concerned about actually is why the relationships die and the danger of relationships or the tree dying. So nourishment stops, and what that looks like is a tree that becomes brittle. So when I think of a tree, I think uh, that that is dying, I think of insects, right? I think of bacteria, I think of of fungus. So let's relate those three things to um, things that we do that kind of kill off our marriage. So when the nurturing, the nourishment stops, that's when the tree becomes brittle and susceptible, right, to these pests, the bacteria, fungus, and insects. We're no longer nourishing it. And if you have a tree maybe that you've had around for a while, you'll know You'll see a difference as it gets older and not nursed because you'll start to notice the bark starts to peel off. You'll start to notice that um, it's more susceptible to disease. So in terms of relationship, uh, I thought of insect pests, what that, what that might look like. Uh, when the tree is dying, that might look like language or tone. Okay, the insects that are gnawing away at your relationship, right, might be your tone, the language you use. It could be more uh, increased physical or even sexual trauma, right? Illicit drugs could be almost like uh, insect burrowing into the tree that was once uh, healthy. And when we're talking about drugs, by the way, we're also talking about prescription drugs, right? Bacteria. Bacteria might be things like facial expressions. Uh, When I think of bacteria, I think of something that kind of works its way uh, from the inside out. Cephalocaudal is what we call that. And the idea is... You know, it's just this erosive piece, the facial expressions that you might have towards your spouse, your spouse towards you. They just, um, they kind of have this negative imagery that just 
gives that that uh, ugly feeling, you know, that feeling when you walk in the home and, and uh, well, it's maybe not even home at that point, right? It might be a house. So facial expressions. Fungus might be something like laziness, language again. Um, and uh, fungus might also be something like the potential influence of an outside person or individual. Fungus, uh, insects, f- those could all be things like infidelity, um, whether it's emotional or physical. So these are all things that start to happen when the relationship isn't nourished. And so uh, when I think about cases of infidelity or um, alcohol issues or major changes uh, where the tree has is malnourished, uh, I've never seen a case where um, we couldn't find that uh, – you know the uh, the relationship was still being nourished like it should have been. Something's missing, and uh, when that thing is missing, these are going to be symptoms that we see. So we're going to talk about in just a minute here. We're going to talk about what nourishing looks like in terms of nourishing the relationship with water, soil, and fertilizer. We'll talk about what those are, and uh, give you kind of a pathway to what can happen, what you need to do to return your tree to good health. All right, welcome back to Counseling on Demand. This is Fred Riley, and we are talking about marriages, and we're kind of comparing a marriage to a tree. And you know, a tree, right, it starts out as a sapling, and you do so many different things to, to help nourish that. You give it good dirt, you give the relationship good dirt, right? You do a lot of dating, you do a lot of acknowledgement and forgiveness and those types of things. And over time, right, and maybe this is the case for you, uh, the tree becomes brittle and diseased, uh, language, hatred, those types of things. So what are things that we need to consider? The three things that we need to consider in a situation like this is that we need to return to watering and fertilizing this tree and also going back to what I call the soil. So when we talk about a relationship, it's very common in therapy to go back to what made the relationship work before. So we want what we're talking about there is this idea of soil. In other words, what was the fertile ground that your relationship started in anyways? And so this is something that I want you and your spouse to sit down and and write out. So what was our soil? Here's some examples of what soil might be, the foundational piece. Okay, it might be patience, respect, communication, forgiveness, trust. Notice these are all values, right? These are all the things that Mom, dad, you know, raised us to be cordial, to be understanding and so forth. So you and your partner separately, uh, and then you can share, but write down these things, write down what were those things, what was the soil, what were those things that gave us the initial nourishment where this little twig turned into something, this little sapling turned into something that ultimately led to marriage. Now, fertilizer, that might be more along the lines of what do I need to get back to with fertilizer? The biggest one would be time. Uh, Time is the greatest need that we have in terms of significant relationships. Not, Not quantity, but quality of time. So what are the things that I used to do? Notice I'm not talking about what are the things that my spouse used to do. We're headed down the wrong path there. We're taking a look and saying, okay, what did I do? What are the things that I did that uh, were fertilizer? Maybe it's gifts. Maybe it's 
mindfulness. Um, maybe it's sacrifice. So those might be some things that we go back in and use because the tree is not dead. It looks dead. Uh, like I said a minute ago, there's a lime tree. Turns out it was a lemon tree. No, as a lemon tree, turns out it was a lime tree. But uh, we nourished a lime tree until we found out it was a lemon tree. One of those two. Anyways, there's still growth. It's amazing. Okay, so now we get back to the other side, water. Okay, ask your spouse, what were the things that I did that were the equivalent of watering the relationship? Probably dating, spending time, hobbies, doing things together, our tone, our language. Okay, so things that look dead. You might feel like your relationship has has died, that it's gone from a, a good full tree to a twig that's being held up by mud. I have seen relationship after relationship return to growth by being aware of the disease, being aware of the fungus, the bacterias, being aware of the insects that are eating at that malnourished tree. And then I've seen those relationships cover, recover remarkably from a very almost dead, certainly dormant state to the point where soil, fertilizer, water, both engage in that, those foundational things that the relationship started with. And I tell you what, those relationships heal, and in fact, they become much stronger. Something to think about, share this with your spouse, sit down, talk to each other about what worked, not asking each other to do that, but offering a commitment to your spouse to go back and do those things that you used to do to help keep this relationship very well nourished and healthy so that we don't have these insects, these pests moving into the relationship. Thank you so much for listening to this podcast on marriage and nourishing the marriage. I am Fred Riley. Thank you for listening. Please uh, be sure to rate us and uh, leave comments and show ideas. Those would be welcome. And as always, please keep in mind that you get to choose who's in your life.